What's going on, guys? Uh, you are now tuned into FM 103. Shut up. <laughs> Probably the worst intro I've heard. Really? Because we've let Caleb intro before. Sorry, Mookie. We've let Mookie intro before. And you're saying that's the worst? That was pretty bad. You don't even... First of all, I don't have my like DJ story put together, first of all. Um, so, yes, that was pretty bad, but it's not the worst. We've all had bad ones. Some worse than others, but that wasn't that bad. How's it going, guys? You are listening to another episode of Even More About Nothing. Um, fun fact this week, uh, Timmy Tunga picked up uh, the Burnout Paradise remastered game. Damn, bro, you ain't even gonna let me say it. Because I, I, I was definitely gonna say it. Well, I, I had to preface what I was doing because uh, for those of you that have played before, you know DJ Atomica. And he, he was always just so chill and he always subtly threw shade. Like, I never realized it from because when the game originally came out, like 2010 or something like that. Maybe early. I don't know. Some, some, 2007. Something like that. I just remember playing it in 2010, because that's about the time lasers came out, right? Or was that 12? 2008. 2008? What? Yeah, if you played in 2010, that makes... It, yeah, actually, January 2008, so almost 2007. What? When did lasers come out? Oh, oh lasers? 2008. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Shook. What? No, was it 2008 or was it 2010? Hang on. We're um, about to find out. I'm basing this solely off no, of No, it was 2010. 2011. Uh, it, it was 2011. March. March. Lasers of 2011. Okay. I was, I was about to say, uh, whoa. I was, I, was, I was wrong. Yeah. Wait a minute. All the I'm saying was is I remember just sitting... Uh, playing Burnout Paradise on our PS3 while, you know, you could play music while you're playing games. You have PlayStation 3, like, you downloaded music on there, like, listening to the entire Lasers album on repeat <laughs> instead of the select few good songs that they had on Burnout Paradise. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyways, that this is, like, I was a really... playing this morning, and Earl Levine's yeah. girlfriend came on, and I was like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> Yeah, we did that yesterday when I was playing. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, this is a really long intro. Guys, it's Matt. How's it going? I mean, they expect long intros this these days now. Well, we probably have some new listeners. What's up, guys? We're just going to subtly slide to the left of the table. It's your boy, Timmy Tundia. I would tell you to follow me on uh, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter, but earlier this week, I just kind of deleted it off my phone. So Hold on, but I walked by yesterday. You were on Twitter. Not Twitter. <laughs> I deleted Snapchat and okay, Instagram okay. and Facebook off my phone. I saw Twitter because I really don't use it that much. But <laughs> you can go ahead and follow me. And as soon as I'm back on, I will hit you with that follow back. And yeah. Keeping it rolling. My name is Rafiki. You that guys know horrible. me. That was horrible. <laughs> oh, of course, it was horrible. Uh, anyways, good to be back after a couple week break. Um, we definitely have a few things that kind of came up throughout the couple weeks, but obviously you guys know. Um, so yeah, we'll keep moving. We'll get to those things. And it's probably one of the coolest people to that graces and regraces the table every once in a while. He has his own corner. I do have my own corner. It's the Rev. Um, should it be back on? Um, 
Yeah. That was like a really good pun. I didn't even plan that. Graces and regraces, ref Phil. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to point that we, out for anyone like like we. Did, did, <laughs> I didn't plan that. It just, just kind of happened. Um, but anyways, you know what it is. It's time for that week in review. Rev, what you been up to the past couple weeks? I guess. Um. So obviously we were all at NakaCon, which we'll get to I guess later. Um. So before that, I was in an anime binge, which I usually do right before NakaCon. I just try to finish any anime I'm watching. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the race. <laughs> um, and so I watch finishing Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. Um, I see everybody's disappointment <laughs> at the ending. Disappointment's putting it lightly. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's worse than Death Notes drop off, but... Um, but that, at least we have a solid reason with Yu Hakusho, at least... You know, when you're watching it at the time, yeah, you don't get that like, until years later. Still, you're like, what was just, the man supposed to do? Like, maybe make that last twelve episodes twenty four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but then that defeats the purpose of him trying to be done quickly. Yes, but or, as, <laughs> from, from a fan standpoint, we would like to see more than three fights. <laughs> um, but. Then, um, this week we've been watching The Looming Tower on Hulu and getting back into watching some Seinfeld, so. Seinfeld is always a classic. What about you, Rafiki? What about your week? Uh, yep, like Rev said, Nakakon. Uh, new car this week, so that's been interesting. And... Yeah, playing Burnout Paradise, thanks to Timmy Tonka here. Yeah, my family's open whenever y'all trying to, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, $5. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, like, like, I saw I saw your text, but I was like, yo. Even if you did didn't you send that text on Wednesday? Yes. Well, it was, yeah, something like It was that. Wednesday, yeah, I was at the dealership. I was like... I can't do this right now. My bank account's not... Bro, just, even if it's like $5, bro, just... For $5 a day... <laughs> a, playment, a payment plan for Burnout Paradise. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so no. Nah. Um, I would say that would kind of encompass a couple weeks. So, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Don't have to mention Nakakana because we're all there, but... This week, I've been watching Dura That's been, uh, I've been enjoying that. Somehow, like, I've watched all week, but I'm only on episode 12. Because every time you start watching it, it's you're not, laying on the couch. Yeah, and it makes you I know, honestly. Yeah. yeah I've also been watching uh, Children of the Whales. It's a Netflix original anime. It's actually pretty good. Um, so I, I, I'd recommend that. And also, uh, Jessica Jones season two is out. It's all right. It's it's interesting enough to keep me like watching, but like, I'm not gonna go and recommend it. <laughs> I've I've seen some of the memes and like honestly, I haven't watched any of like the Marvel shows that are on Netflix. I mean, I watched Agents of Shield up until like season two, maybe the beginning of season three. I mean, but that's about it. Everything else I just hear about from you guys. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, my week. Standard, like everyone else here at the table, Naka, which 
we'll get into later, was pretty fun for the most part. Most part. <laughs> um, fun, yeah. I also have been running through some animes. I don't know that there are any new ones um, that I have been... Well, I watched... Um, what is it? Something Katana Girls something. I don't know. The top, uh, it's a Katana Girls Club or something. Yeah, like no, yeah <laughs> there's like they have like this tournament where all these girls like practice the art of the blade. Like that's how they describe it. So ship or yeah, okay. and two of them within the first couple of episodes um, end up going rogue. Like they attack like who's the head person of like the student body of everyone who's president. Yes, that is it. Um and they end up going rogue and so like for I think they only have like eight episodes out right now and they're like on the run because the organization that's supposed to keep the peace is like actually doing secret underhanded stuff like most typical animes. And <clears throat> yep, they're trying to take them down. It's been kind of interesting. But besides that, nothing else is new. Started a new job like three weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, that's it for Week in Review. Um, <laughs> let's go through the rundown. We got some interesting stuff that's happened over the past couple of weeks. Um, there's some stuff we're going to purposefully omit because we don't have the time for that. <laughs> Those were our earlier episodes. If you want to hear long-winded episodes, go to anything prior to episode 50. <laughs> um, Sounds about right. Actually, better yet, probably before episode 36. Those were the really long-winded ones. Yes. But no listeners, no time frame. But yeah, some really interesting stuff happened over the past couple of weeks. One of the biggest things that happened was we got a new Infinity War trailer, which gave us a better look at the movie coming up, which is actually coming up in about a month. So April 27th is when it's supposed to drop. Um, Thoughts on the new trailers? I know there have been some new takes, some new um, rumors started, um, specifically around who everyone thinks is going to die. Because it seemed like before this trailer, everyone had one set person in mind that was going to die because of this trailer someone else. What are your guys' thoughts? Now, I'm not really worried about that death list. Because someone, like, we all understand someone has to well, die. Obviously. Like, I would just, like... I would like it to be a decent send-off or at least a sh- maybe a shocking send-off where we're just kind of like, you know, that jaw-dropping moment kind of like in Star Wars, the whole space cruiser thing. Yeah. Uh, like, can we have something that's shocking a little bit? Like, that's, I think, all I care for is maybe the wow factor. That's just me personally. Well, yeah. People are going to die, obviously. I guess the question is... How big of a superhero is going to die? From what it, I, how I perceive it, and maybe you've perceived it the same way. It looks like there's a strong implication, or maybe it might be misdirected that Cap is going to die after seeing this trailer. I can see. Yep. 
And actually, interesting enough, there was um, like a set photo that was released like after this uh, trailer. And it was Ant-Man, Captain America, and Tony Stark. Um, Captain America had on his older uniform. Ant-Man was in uniform. Tony Stark was wearing like a shield suit. So, by the way, have you guys seen the, some of the promo photos for the different regions around the world? So, it actually showcases a group of different characters per region. Mm-hmm. Actually, and one of the ones that was very interesting, and, you know, I think, uh, Matt, you and I had a conversation. I think it was the two of us. But in the one for Hong Kong, um, Wasp is on the front of one of them. Which I was like, hmm, why would she like? Why would she be on the front? Like, I understand that she's probably going to be in the movie, considering mm-hmm. also like, like five weeks later we get Ant Man and Wasp, yeah. which that's supposed to be like a flashback. It seems like. I think it's going to be a combination. I think it's going to be one of those films where we kind of well, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But in terms of like Infinity War, yes, they will be. Um, Involved in some capacity. So the question is, if Cap dies in this one, they might have some sort of... Because right now, the reason I bring up the set photos, because right now they're filming for uh, the next Avengers. Avengers Part 4. This would be, I guess. Would this be 4? No, this is 3. This is Avengers. No, no, no. no, 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 no Infinity War, the next one. Oh, it's Part 4. Right now they're filming for... They're doing some reshoots for the next one. Oh, yeah. Avengers 4, yeah. Yeah. Um... So then, because they have this, does that mean um, if Cap is the one to die, is this going to be like some sort, this could be a flashback because of the combination of like what they're wearing, who's in it, and the way things are happening. It could be um, the effect of the reality stone. So, like, kind of, like, altering universe, like, how things are happening, considering that Tony Stark is wearing, like, his shield get-up. And, like, there's a whole bunch of other stuff to go to it. I'll say this. It'll be interesting, at least, to see how they use Infinity Stones. But if no one dies because of the Infinity Stones, that's the biggest cop-out. And I might just get up and walk out of the movie. Well, what's-his-name should die, right? Vision? Yes. Oh, no, no, because this is this is this is actually why he's probably not going to die because uh, there are photos of him on Avengers Four set in his Vision gear. So probably not. Oh, so there might not be that many. <laughs> <laughs> That's so There's, insane. Yeah, because I want to see Thanos with the full Infinity Gauntlet, bro. Like now, now let's put it this way. Remember, Wakanda is so technologically advanced that Vision may be able to survive without the Mind Stone. That's sure. possible. So he may get it, but we don't know. Um. And one of the favorite things about this trailer was the interaction between uh, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Because we already know they have somewhat of a history in the comics of working together because Manhattan. Um, but it's just funny. He's just like, oh, I'm Peter Parker. Yeah, I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, we're, we're going with our, with our secret names. I <laughs> uh, just love that. Um, but the other thing that was pretty interesting was because uh, 
Infinity War is being directed by the Russo brothers. I forget their first names, but they're brothers. Yeah, but that's um, how everybody pretty much knows them. Yeah. It, there's some rumors going around Captain Marvel may make an appearance in, if not this Avenger movie, the next one. No, I, I heard that too, that this one that... Actually, here's the crazy part. Like, on, IMB, uh, on IMBD, there was an interesting... DB? Yeah. In a, it's... It, da- yeah, database, but I said it back. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh. Anyways. Um, there was an interesting thing that kind of came up was on that on the list of characters... Uh, I think Captain Marvel was shown, but here's what's weird. Someone put in the database that someone's playing the Silver Surfer. Oh. Hmm. Do they own those? So, yeah, yes. So they, they, own they, own, they own the rights for... Fantastic Four. However, legally, that has not gone completely through. However, doesn't mean that something's probably gone on in the backgrounds for a long time that a deal like that could have happened. Now, it's all speculation. This is obviously not necessarily truest information we get, but it's still, I still think it's interesting. Yeah. Um, And Captain Marvel's movie is set to take place next year, I believe, 2019. Mm. Um. So there's a high possibility that she'll she could appear in the next um, Avengers movie, and it was even in uh, even though the Russo brothers had uh, downplayed any involvement of Captain Marvel. It was interesting because there was an interview that they did recently, I think, where they were naming off like uh, a lot of like the notable like women figures in Avengers, and how like ties back to the storyline. And one of the people that they named off was Captain Marvel, and they were talking about how excited they are to introduce her to this universe. Um, and how and the way she would be introduced. So it's just interesting. But anyways, we know you guys are excited for Infinity Wars. Who do you think is gonna die first? Is it gonna be Cap? Is it gonna be Iron Man? God forbid it's Ant Man. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Um, but anyways, let us know in the comments who you think is gonna die. Um, you know, I've been thinking about something. We always say leave it in the comments. What comments? I know someone brought that up. Do you, should we just tell them to tweet it at us? They can comment on SoundCloud. They can, but they can't comment on iTunes if they're listening to it. Or I, uh, podcast on iTunes. I don't know. Yeah, tweet at us. Write on our Facebook wall. Yeah, tweet DM at us. us. on Instagram. Tweet at us. We need more activity on Twitter. Snap us. <laughs> don't you dare. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> can't get a response three weeks later. Right. Oh, dang. Someone, someone said this is like January 1. <laughs> Yo, happy 100th episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. Uh, oops. But yeah, go ahead, tweet at us. Let us know who you think is going to die. Um, sticking with Marvel News, Black Panther, five weeks being number one in box office. Yep. That's dope. It's the first time since Avatar. And that's saying something. Like we all remember how big Avatar was. I remember how big Avatar was. Mm-hmm. Why was Avatar so big? It's a really beautiful movie, but like that's why. And it, and like <laughs> people love like people love really good special effects when they grow up. 
And interestingly enough, I'm glad we have Phil here to bring yeah. it down. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, it was like I was lost without it. <laughs> I read the other day that um, Black Panther is actually 18 million off from overtaking Avengers as the top grossing movie. So what I'm hearing is everyone across the nation is going to go see it at least two more times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, in, like like uh, we're saying before like before we got on air, we were saying that there's so many movies that have been coming out in March. Because we have to remember, this came out like February 16th. Um, like it wasn't like the little, biggest, it wasn't like the biggest movie period, but like there were movies that I thought after three weeks of Black Panther, they would at least be able to make twenty five million in a weekend. Mm-hmm. It it's just absolutely ridiculous because March has been now. Um, I know there were also a couple, like maybe one or two big movies that people were um, looking were forward to in, <laughs> in February. Now, did oh. Fifty Shades come out the week before? Or did it come out oh. the same week? I think it came out the week before. before but yeah, it's Fifty Shades, and I don't even know. Because I was going to say, because if it overlapped that, then... Because apparently people like that stuff. <laughs> well, there's... <laughs> I'm just going to slide right along. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, so it is 18 million off. Guys, go see it one more time, two more times, three more times. For, for Christ's sake, don't bootleg it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't... So, the week before... Um, Black Panther, Fifty Shades was number one. Gotcha. Then Black Panther happened for the next five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it'll make it a sixth? What's out this weekend again? Um, Nothing important. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. At this point, it's pacing. It's I think it's been going down like 15, like by like 50% every week. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, understandable. It had a huge opening weekend. But if it keeps doing that, I don't see how it could. How it can do another, like, another week? At number one. Because right now it's, like, 26 million. Hey, Matt, you trying to go see Black Panther again? Actually, yeah, it's going, like, 40%. Yeah. yeah. Would this be my it's going like 40% time? every week. <laughs> All right, guys, we're all going to go see Black Panther sometime next week. Just tweet at us if you want to know where. <laughs> um, have to be in the Casey Metro area. Yeah, have to be in the Casey Metro area. We're not flying anyone out. We Unless can't. you want to fly us out to go see Black Panther. Ooh, you. Like, we literally cannot. <laughs> um, you can't. <laughs> oh, there's Pacific Rim. Yeah, Pacific Rim. When does that come out? Like it's already weekend. out. Like it was this weekend, so I expect Pacific Rim. But like, so I'm going to say that like Black Panther is probably going to not get over 20 million this week, which is like understandable. It's going down by like 30 to 40 percent. But it only needs 18 million to beat Avengers. That's honestly the only thing I'm beating at this point. (laughs) But Pacific Rim, you do anything Pacific Rim is not going to get like. 35. Not even 35. 25 mil. Well, I'm not saying it's not going to do well. It's just like. To me, it doesn't strike Oh, of course. Me. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. You made it sound like he was going to go see no, it. I'm like, saying that, like, the odds are it's I mean, probably going to be number one of this. What's a, uh, Unless Sherlock Gnomes wins. 
Wow, Hugh Jackman, wasn't he in the first Pacific Rim? No, I don't no. think so. I think it was... Or am I thinking of a different movie? I think no, was, I think... I, I don't think... Like, I would have remembered... It was... What's his name? From Idris Elba. It was Idris Elba, and then the guy who's in this one, he was from It's Always Sunny. Um, in Philadelphia? Yeah. Mm. Not, the, like, not like the main guy, right? No, not the yeah. main guy. Charlie. Charlie, yeah. Um, but those are the only two I huh. got. Uh, let's see. I don't know what movie you're thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, but anyways, we're super excited for it. We're going to go see it again. Guys, make sure you go see it too. Um, one of the things while we're at NakaCon. That was a horrible transition. <laughs> I know. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, which we're still getting to. We're not talking about it here. Uh, at this point in time of the podcast, just... Letting you know. Clarify. <laughs> and there will be some spoilers for this particular section we're going to talk and about. And we don't care, because you've had plenty of time. You've had a week. <laughs> you're not caught up, you played yourself. <laughs> we're talking about Dragon Ball Super. Well, yeah. It is almost coming to an end. Episode 130. So what we've been last Yo. week is probably... The dopest episode. The hands they that have were had yet. The hands that were thrown in that episode. Honestly, this might be the best written episode they've done for Dragon Ball Super. It's not saying much, guys. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, can, like first of all, can, like can we talk about how triggered Jaren Jaren will just oh man do the entire like how I, like he didn't he had a very similar backstory to Vegeta in the sense of. Lost his family, had all kinds of right to go mad. But this lasted so, like, it, this gave that story a little more, like, interest factor. Like, how are you still this triggered from something that happened to you years ago? You know? He never processed it. <laughs> He's always just like, strength's what matters, dog. Um, but yeah, Mastered Ultra Instinct is yo first of all OP I'm just going to say that and in the sequence of them fighting after he finally decided to do the one thing no one should ever actually do piss Goku off I'm <laughs> <laughs> rule number 1 in Dragon Ball like like you have happy go lucky Goku just be just be glad fighting him cuz he's glad fighting you <laughs> <laughs> But then he decides to, like, try to shoot a beam at, like, the people sitting in the crowd. So, um, at least from Universe 7. Um, and the fight sequence that happened next. Yo. I'm still trying to process a week later. Easily 30, 35 screensavers just in that span of, like, 45 seconds to a minute. Beautiful animations. Love the fighting. And then they went through a twist at us. Mm-hmm. Everyone had one question throughout the back half, the last five minutes of the tournament. Where is Frieza? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that mattered. Not where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Yo, where is Frieza? <laughs> where is Frieza? He just took his back. Right? <laughs> and we finally get Frieza. But not only do we get Frieza, they one upped us. 
What did they give us, Tim? We got Android 17 back. <laughs> My boy raised from the dead. <laughs> we thought he died. We thought he died, but... There were memes about him. Rip 17. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere. And I'm so glad they decided to do that because everyone knew what was coming next. Like, when the climax of the Goku and Jiren fight was happening, Frieza was going to show up. One way or the other. Whether Goku was beaten or Jiren was getting beaten. Um... So they had that, but they knew they had to have something else in order to like really like turn the ah face. like sucker punch us right in the gut. And they gave us seventeen. Oh man, this was just such a great ride. I remember being in the room. There was about eight of us in the room at Naka, and we're like all screaming because like, yes. this is so wild. <laughs> we saw Frieza like, "Yep, there's Frieza next." He's like, "Wait a minute, yo!" yo! <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and then, obviously, now that means in the remaining, what, one maybe, <laughs> yeah, one minute, it is now two and a half V1, because yeah. Goku's kind of incapacitated at the moment, but we'll leave that one a mystery for those of you that haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but, um, final episode is tonight. We're recording on Saturday, so the final episode's about to happen. By the time this comes out, the final episode will be out. And we'll be blasting it on our Facebook page. Yes. It, so. Universe 7 will finally win, unless they pull something so only, a, only Akira Toriyama can do. <laughs> it's just like, wait a minute. Yeah, so Everyone they're not going to win, and Universe 7 is going to be destroyed, and that's the end of Dragon Ball Super. Which doesn't make sense, because there's a movie coming out that has Goku in it. Which is supposed is the to movie be, canon? It's or? supposed to be canon. Is this the first canon movie? Or well, the, there have been specials that have been canon. No, but no, no God, this would like be actual. This movies. would be the third movie because we still have Resurrection of F. And oh, oh, God. Sorry about the twins. But yes. Like, those, those, those came out before Super... So, well, so really count, they are, like... They, I mean, they, they, I, are, yeah. they are canon because re- sure. rem- remember, the early stages really rehashed the details of those yes. movies. True. So they okay, are okay. canon. Mm-hmm. All right. But other... Wait... Uh, Bardock was a special, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think yeah, su- the, the the two Trunks super movies and the, the were the only ones that are technically killing, uh, canon, killing, Krillin. Krillin. Yes, <laughs> those, those movies are Krillin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, see, I want to see a Yamcha movie. Oh my god! <laughs> they do have a manga about him, a spinoff. Uh, someone's reincarnated as Yamcha, and Yamcha. Did, actually becomes a hero. <laughs> like, doesn't die. Um, but yeah, they didn't show much of the movie. They just show... Uh, it's a bit of a different animation. I don't know what studio it's going through for the movie. Um, but it just shows Goku. He's warming up for a fight. You see, like, limbs and body parts of the opponent he's fighting. And it almost seems like the person is a Saiyan-esque character. I thought... If anything, it'd be dope if they finally bring Broly into canon. Oh. <laughs> uh, it ain't happening. But then, that would beg the question, well, why didn't they bring him into canon for Super? Because literally, it, it's the same reason they didn't bring, bring Boo into it. OP. <laughs> Someone's falling off, wait a minute. <laughs> Got him, but I don't know. I'm still pissed PyCon wasn't a part of it. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> But we're super excited for the movie. I don't know when it was supposed to be coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
don't, I think it's supposed to, I don't know if it's supposed to be like June or July. That's so long. Come on, man. Like, I, you know what? I don't make I'll make this stuff. I like the art style though. The movie kind of very similar to the manga. I like it. Yep. Sick. Anyways, stay tuned. Dragon Ball Super. Um, this has been by far better than GT. <laughs> I'm oh. sorry, though I don't That's know not saying too much. much. About. <laughs> <laughs> like the, we, we, don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> the crusty no. crabbit chum bucket meme. <laughs> I mean, we talk about the good elements: Super Saiyan Four, Gogeta, which somehow is still not canon. The idea of Shenron. I don't make a Shenron. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, like as much as I want it to be canon, like just wouldn't make sense because now we got. Three transformations <laughs> that are above it, yeah. Technically, so yeah. But anyways, so keep it locked for that. Let us know what you think. Tweet at us once again. Email podcast one is the Twitter handle. Um, also, Pokemon Day is coming up Sunday, so it would have already happened at this point. Oh, you guys missed Pokemon Day. <laughs> March twenty fifth. Is when it's going down, or when it went down. Pokemon Go was doing an advertising on it. Apparently, you can't do Bulbasaur's all day. I got an email like from like Pokemon community team. I was like, "Why are y'all emailing me?" And I forgot <laughs> I made a Pokemon Go account. <laughs> you, and I was like, how, "Dang, how, how'd you guys get this email?" <laughs> <laughs> Delete this. Delete me now. <laughs> yeah, unsubscribe. <laughs> um, we only say that because. There is uh, some games coming out, which could be potential remakes of the original Pokemon games. Yo, like, are they going to do it, like, the newer style, kind of like, um... Newer style with the... Sun and Moon? Like, that kind of style? Yes, because they're going to be on 3DS and 2DS. At first, it's so weird to look at, but, like, it's actually kind of cool, especially, like, when you're battling and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And it's actually going to be, if you guys ever saw the um, 20th anniversary Pokemon movie, it's going to be kind of like that. Where they're retconning stuff and they're including the new Pokemon into it. So you still have your... um, Six gens. Yeah. So you're starting with your three original starters um, of Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and Charmander that you choose from. But then now you're fighting against people that have Pokemon from the newer regions. Okay. So uh, it's called Pokemon Flame Red and Title Blue. Do you have a release date on this? Uh, Not that I'm aware of. Because I might have to cop. Because I still have my 2DS. Yes, yes, you do. I beat Moon. (laughs) (laughs) Took me a year. (laughs) year. Now you got to go to Ultra Moon or Ultra Sun, one of the two. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, I'm not sure when that's supposed to be coming out. But it is on the way. I'm sure when we hear it, you guys will too. So yeah. I don't know what to say at this point. Yeah, we're co-hosts. True. Anyways, um, that's enough of the rundown. There's no announcements this week. We're just excited for Infinity War. That's really the main thing we want to say, guys. We really just want to thank you for letting us talk about nothing. Really? like. I mean, the show's not done. We still have our main topic to get to. But we just want to say thank you. Because we're nice like that. We pause what we're doing <laughs> to say thank you. <laughs> oh, 
First of all, this has nothing to do with anime or uh, gaming. Well, actually, kind of has something to do with gaming because it will affect a part of the gaming industry. First of all, if you know some of us, you know we're huge soccer fans. MLS is about to be set ablaze. Zlatan Ibrahimovic is in LA, people. By the way, that promo video they had for him was really dope. Dude, the hashtag genius. Yes, <laughs> did, did, absolutely. Did you see? Did you see his open letter to Los Angeles? Yes. He's like, "Dear LA, you're welcome." <laughs> that was it, and he signed it. So I guess the question is, how? What's the over under on how many goals he's going to score this year? Um, considering that the season just kicked off, depending on where he is with his injury recovery, because I think yeah, that's yeah. why he didn't play a while for Man United. Yeah, he um, didn't play because he was on injury and he wasn't really going to be breaking into the team, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, like, let's let's think about this, though. Like, his contract was terminated. We're not even in transfer window. Yeah, with the MLS, it's weird how yeah. they do that. No, I'm, but, like, I'm well, talking yeah, about, yeah. like, elsewhere around yes. the world. So, like, Zlatan must have walked in, terminate my contract now. Like, I'm leaving I'm gonna go like, and they're probably like, okay, and then they sign the papers. Well, yeah, I think they're only able to do that if they're coming to MLS because of first of all the, the discrepancy with seasons. Um, True, and I don't, we don't understand it, but we're so glad Zlatan is in the USA. He like, I'm, I'm tired of us being labeled like the retirement league, but he is one of the few players that I am absolutely 110% okay with being here in the later part of their career. Who are the other ones? Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Zlatan will still be. The, the, to a LA Galaxy side that was last last year in the entire MLS. Um, they have Zlatan, and they also have Ola Kamara, who is a pretty good young talent. Dude, they're gonna score some goals this year, so I'm super excited about it. Uh, did you did you did you see the player anonymous votings? Yes. Most overrated player, Giovanni Dos Santos, which was surprising. <laughs> Uh, like that, like the the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. it's one thing if fans say that, but like, pl- like these are from players. Yeah, and and reading some of the comments on that, it was interesting. One person's take on it. He said it wasn't. It was tough to say like who is the most overrated because years past, um, you had. Uh, mixed discred <laughs> that was voted the most overrated player in the MLS. Um, and there's these characters that are players that you're just like, oh, yeah, they're so out there. Uh, yes, they're the most overrated. But then now, I think this is a lot for the league that you're starting to get a little closer to home talking about who's the most overrated player. And you're just, it's Giovanni Dos Santos. Because he's still relatively young, still rel- he's still very talented. But I don't know. Overrated, that's a big thing. Like, um, I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see how things kind of play out. Yeah. But enough soccer talk. That's not what we're here for. It's time to break down what's going on. How is Nakakon from an overall standpoint? 
I'm getting too old to hang with y'all. <laughs> so, I was at that dance party and I was looking around. I'm like, I'm a go. Like it was just, I kid you not. Like, and and the listeners aren't really gonna be able to see this, but this this was funny. So like this is night two, dance circles going on. You know, uh, Chance and Timmy Tonga and all of them. They're they're getting a thing going on. And I don't know if you guys remember the girl with the red. I think she had red hair. Yeah. Or whatever. Got in. I just it was so when she starts dancing, and like at this point, like Caleb just already is feeling awkward as much as I am. It just took him a little longer. But when she got in, I just watched him lean. He was so confused. I watched it. I literally watched him do one of these numbers. <laughs> like, it was like he just leaped over in between the space two people, and he was just like, and he's just like, "What is going on?" Yeah, and he looked at me. He's like, "I'm gonna go." I'm like, "I'm right behind you. Let's go." <laughs> it was really funny. It was really packed. Yes. So well, the biggest thing I think, well, there were two things that I think hurt Nakatan this year. One. The Oakland Park Community Center is getting small for the convention. Well, yeah, but then again, like, I mean, they've had that convention for, like, that convention hall for, like, six years. So. Where events are getting packed too early, one, the hotel sells out very quickly, but even outside of that. Um, and then the second is, organization-wise, it seemed a little haphazard this year. Like, I think you could tell when, like, the schedule came out, like, a week and a half before, th- that it was just sort of, it didn't seem like they were always proactive and, like, making sure people knew what was happening. Yeah, and you can definitely... Um, I would agree with that 110%. And you can tell that throughout the weekend because there were so the few panels um, that we were super excited for that we wanted to go to and check out were canceled, moved, and we didn't find out until we got there at the time they had said it was going to be. And they're like, oh, this ended early, so we moved it up. Um, so a lot of like not great communication going on yeah. on the event planning side I'm for Nakatana. Surprised that they don't like. So I don't know if they have like anything on Twitter or something, but like on Facebook, they didn't put anything up during the weekend. Yeah, they like, really didn't. This is what's happening. Just like short little like updates, like oh, this event is being canceled. This event is being moved up. I think. Um, especially for it being as large as it is, they do need to focus on that more. Yeah. Um, and yet some things are like out of their control, out of hand, and maybe part of it is due to poor planning, but like one of the panels that we're looking forward to going to was Funimation Industry. Each year that's like uh, somewhat of a deep dive looking into what's upcoming, like what is uh, going to be like the hot show for the spring season or, or what's coming like up in the what fall. Funimation like themselves are doing like yeah. that's where I like learned first about like Funimation now mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and first of all it's one of the few professional panels yes. <laughs> that are there at Nakaka and when that gets cancelled 
And then we get, like, people get sick and stuff like that. And then it's like, well, why back up? And, like, is that so much due to, like, poor organizing? Or I don't know where it falls. It's hard to tell. But then again, at the same time, time. like, this year we didn't do a good job of going to as many panels as we possibly could have. But the thing is, like, they're all the same lineup. Because a lot of them ended up being repeats from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, we already have a good idea of like what those panels are. Like so just the, the one piece, one one panel. I literally walked through the door. I was like, "This is the exact same." That, that's a yeah, whole different thing. With well, I mean, yeah, but like, but, but, but the panels, I'm going to yeah. say this this year, and I'm going to say we didn't do a good job in the sense of they utilized their guests a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we didn't really get a chance to really see. Mm-hmm. A, a good chunk yeah. of those. Although I did go to, it was like a Q&A with the voice actor of Weez from Dragon Ball Super. I was there for a little bit. Uh, that was actually really good. I enjoyed that one. Um, the interaction was great. Uh, just, yeah. I don't the know. And, and one filled up quick that they kicked us out of line. They were like, sorry. And that's, that's that, so that goes yeah. to the, the first thing I said where I think the Overland Park Community Center is too small. I yeah. think it was probably too small last year. It's definitely too small this year. And if they're going to do it next year, like, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> I think, if I remember seeing the number, because they do have a Twitter page, I think they did quote numbers of attendance being over 10,000 again yeah. this year. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Easily. Yeah. Easily. You could like, see it. You know, one more community time, like, it's, it was... It's a decent great, size. But it's not that... It's crowded. Yeah, like there's n- the big rooms because you already have to use the big rooms for like the exhibit hall. Mm-hmm. So you need like some other types of that's another huge. Thing, but. Yeah, but like that's you got to get vendors and like I don't know how. I, I I'm not gonna try to criticize them on that. Yeah, because like I don't know how that works, but at least on the like panel side, you need some larger rooms. And especially with the guest but to, speakers, yeah. like voice actors, because people and, want to sit on. Yeah, and it, and it really doesn't make sense because part of the organization, part of uh, with having guests run their own panels is then now we have rooms that are poorly allocated. You have <laughs> a persona panel that's the same as last year. But the only difference is, okay, Persona 5 is now out with a fairly large room and only a quarter of the first three rows are filled up. Huge room. It's actually, I think it's a combination of two rooms. Yet you have a lot of the more anticipated ones being stuck in some of the smaller rooms like on the lower level. Now I do get more crowd and get like more guest engagement, so that doesn't put so much on the planners. But now it needs to start being a bit more 50-50 with professional and guest run panels, I feel like, with it growing. Uh, so that way it draws more people to other attractions, so it's not like being so crowded to the few good panels that there are. Yeah. At least that's my take on it. Yeah, but like definitely super bummed about Funimation. Like, that was probably the thing that hurt the most. Like, it's like, yeah. what am I supposed to do? The one thing we're looking forward to. And now it's just, uh, yeah. I think, honestly, from uh, a guest and uh, perspective, that's the one thing that I hope for them. Um, if it's at Overland Park Convention Center again, 
sure, it's crowded. Most conventions are crowded anyways. Um, if we get a bit more 50-50 of professional versus guest-run panel and start to... I don't know what the process is like for guest-run panels, but starting to identify and weed out repeats unless they're like heavy favorites like this needs to happen again. Yeah. I think that's what needs to be done in order for NakaCon to progress and it doesn't like hit a plateau. And then also like uh, communication. Like they don't need an app even though an app may not be that bad. Like you can make an app on anything. Yeah, uh, an app that's going to allow you to get updates, yeah. calendars. Like, it was great that they had calendars everywhere, but I didn't want to have to stop, stop somewhere, somewhere or grab a piece it's of paper. Yeah, like... <laughs> and also, something's being moved ahead of schedule, yeah. and you don't find out until yeah. you get there. It's like, yo, so it actually got moved up, and it's over now. And we're like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, walked in, well, I walked in. I walked in. There was actually a fashion show. That that. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. fashion show, and they were like, and and I came and met you guys, yeah. and you're like, yeah, they told us to leave. We sat down. They moved it up. They're done. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah. this was supposed to start now. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I get it. Some things do go ahead of schedule, but like, at a mass like convention like that, not everybody's gonna. If know. not, so well, 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 here's the crazy part. What about those? If those who didn't have to be there early for, like, example, the cosplay contest or fashion show, if they didn't have to be there early, how would they know? You know, how would they know? Well, I think like, unfortunately, like. It's being run like a small convention, like it, like the small convention it used to be, like when you first started showing up, or even when I first started showing up to it. It's being run like almost through word of mouth, which is not a way you run at a convention that has what ten thousand people. First of all, <laughs> first of all, these people, these people need walkie talkies. Like I like, walked, like last year, some people had walkie talkies. I walked around the convention center for people that are on staff. Do you know how many people I saw with walkie talkies? No, maybe like three. Yeah. Like, Three much. people yeah, walkie talkies. Yeah. yeah. Are they even communicating with themselves? But it's like when you have a convention that large, yes, a bigger place helps, but like you need a well running team with like better communication. Better communication within the team huge. and then externally. Because I'm all right with it being crowded, but like just being aware of. They like, have a Facebook page. Team. Use yeah. the Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. Facebook and Twitter. Like, a lot of people are checking those anyways already. Um, And I think they have a gaming page, NakaCon gaming page, which that one seems to have a lot of stuff running anyways. That's not, uh, I don't know if that's fan run or like they've outsourced that to somebody to run, but I get updates from that relatively frequently, but not from NakaCon itself. So. I don't know. Um, enough with like our criticism and critique of NakaCon. Some of the things that were so great about it. First of all, their game room. Not like the game game. They stepped talk- up the game room. This the game. Game. I'm talking about Yo, like the arcade the game. game. Well, Yo, like, they stepped you, not just uh, the game room. The game rooms. Yeah, yes. they definitely. They, yeah, oh, like that was, I, that was great. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't go into like the board game room or anything like that. But first of all, the arcade rooms, especially with some of the newer games that came out. First of all, two arcade Dragon Ball fighters 
just sitting there, people going at it. Super stoked about it until Mookie and I hopped in line and the and guy was lo- mopping the floor with everyone. <laughs> the combination, Yo, 40 hit combo. I've never seen a 16-18 combination so nasty before in 16 my life. 16 is nasty in that game. Like, that, that's true, but dude. no, you did not see the combination. How did it happen? He was okay. playing with 16. So, yeah, so this is what happened. He's going up against it, and up until this point, the guy who has 16, because there were two matches that we saw. This is the second match. Second guy stopped, stepped up. He was pretty good, decently good. Wiping the floor with him. Maybe about to win. Who knows? All we know is he's like, all right, bet. Gauntlets are off. <laughs> and so all we see is he just rushes in with 16, gets him into the corner. All of a sudden, he does his super attack. So 16, like, grabs fly, off. Like, first of all, he grabs him, throws him to the ground. Does a super attack and then he Z assists with 18 super attack. So then she jumps Bounces. up, throws a blast to the ground. He then uses 16 again, grabs that dude, throws him into the ground, <laughs> and then switches fully into 18. Combo does with another blast attack. I'm like, bro, stuck him in the corner, bro. Like, it was nasty. And then he switched on sparking and ended him. He didn't get another hit. <laughs> <laughs> Get another hit, <laughs> and the guy had a full board. <laughs> what? I, oh my god! I, yo, it's so bad when somebody's getting whooped and they just kind of like sit up, look at you. Bet. <laughs> that same thing happened to me two years ago when I was playing Street Fighter, bro. The dude, <laughs> he brought his own fighting. Yeah, fight he had stick. his own fighting stick because he was off the floor. Everybody, I came in, bro. I think I was like getting or something like that. I was getting some comments like, "Hey, bro, I got this." <laughs> you looked at me. Oh, bet. <laughs> Watch me. I was like, you ain't gonna let me leave. Like, <laughs> the thing is, like, Mookie, I hate that. Yeah, the thing is, Mookie and I were like next in line. You know, and I, and, no, and I thought about asking him, was like, hey, I just, I just wanted to play my friend here. <laughs> but in that moment after that happened, I was just like, nah, B, we gotta go. Hey, bro. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> about this. But yeah, Yo. they stepped, they really stepped up the game rooms. Um, I was thoroughly impressed with that, yeah. Yeah. Um, the general game room, first of all, I'm glad they moved it from the original room that it was, so now they have more of an open space. Still a bit, like, cluttered, but I like the way they organized it. Yeah. Um, just the general purpose game room that they have with all the different kinds of gaming systems. They had a DD. First of all, the DDR machine is lit. <laughs> Every year, without fail, I will never forget the first time I went to Naka, a janitor was cleaning up, bro, looked around, stopped what he was doing to play DDR, bro. I, was, I think I have it in my Snapchat, like, memories. Like, that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. So, so what happened was um, I was walking around with our friends, um, Chance, some of his friends, and our friend Kyla. Um, and so then Kyle was like, oh, I want to play Dance Dance Revolution. What about you guys? I was like, eh, not my thing. <laughs> Chance was like, I might. There was a guy who was running the station. And he's like, oh, you're going to play Dance Dance Revolution? He's like, yeah, but none of my friends will play me. He's like, all right, bet. I got you. First of all, uh, kind of a bigger white guy. A little pasty because sometimes white people are like that. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> so literally... All we saw was he was explaining to her like how like the buttons worked and how to choose the settings. All I just saw him was just tap through all the settings. All I saw was go from like three to eleven times three speed. Selects the song <laughs> and he's just like, "All right, let's go." After he does that, leans back, grabs the rail, and waits for Kyla to finish picking. <laughs> 
What proceeded to happen next blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> a nearly perfect score with a 620 hit combo on Dance Dance Revolution. Dog, like, they be killing that DDR. I'm like, how? How? <laughs> <laughs> After he got off, Kylo looks back. He's like, so who's getting on next? He's like, not me. <laughs> I gotta go. Man. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, game room was incredible. One thing I wish they had was the and the, you know that hall that connects like the convention center mm-hmm. and the hotel. Yeah, was that a screening room last year? Yeah, it was. I wish they would have had that because that would have been so awesome. That's the one thing I didn't go to. I didn't go to the screening room this year. I they had them um, where that was two years. ago. I know. I went and I stopped by there to see what was playing, but I didn't actually go in. Okay, but which I they're kind of smaller rooms, which I guess makes it a little more intimate. But yeah, I don't think there were twenty four hours though. It yeah, was. It, was. It, was. it ran from the start of the con to the end of the con. They oh, really? Stop. Yeah, they just didn't have anything I was interested in watching. Oh, they, yeah, they, they put out, because it was even in the schedule yeah. thing, they had a separate schedule, schedule for the for screening. The screening oh, okay. um, yeah. Daily Gintama and some other things. Yeah, I looked at it and I was like, I, I looked at it and I was like, there were some shows that I would like to go see, but I'm not like really super like interested in doing so, so I just said forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, aside from the exhibit hall being kind of small this year. Yeah. Um, Lack of t-shirts. Ah, oh, dude. Oh, yeah, the t-shirts. And sweatshirts. Dude, also disappointed. Well, Even though merchandise, like t-shirts and hats, like that stuff were down, there was some really sick art that yes. was there. The, the prints and stuff? Yeah, prints were dope. I like it. And I even got that wall scroll. Dude. Which one did you get? Uh, Stein's getting. We have my... Uh, (laughs) characters Um, probably one of the best pieces that we picked up one of the few pieces we picked up um, is actually the brother of a friend of yours right yeah Uh, what's his name Uh, his name was James was it James I don't remember his name oh goodness Uh, it started with DJ uh, hold on if you're on Instagram it's Kentarop JJ PJJ. So PJJ Kentaro PJJ, yeah. so K E N T A R O P J J. He created some pretty cool cards um, on the my some of the my hero characters uh, based Mookie off of interviewed like, him. So we'll get that. We'll, we'll we'll find a time and get that posted for people to see. That yeah, and get it, see his art. Um, but they're really cool, and he did like. Uh, some of the heroes from Class A, he did some of the instructors, like All Might, Eraser, Eraser Head. Man, that print was dope. He Yo, did. Post that. He did. Uh, did he do two or one of the just big three? Because I think he just did Mirio. He just Mirio. He just did Mirio. Mirio. Yeah, he just did Mirio. Uh, just honestly, all of them were just like battle scarred, worn, torn. Like, and it was so cool because the way he did it was he said he based them off of fights. That he had either seen them in, but if it wasn't like a major fight, he kind of just like imagined what they would look like if they were in a major fight and they got like heavily scarred or like injured. And there were how many? Like twenty four? Twenty, I think. No, I think there are twenty four no, cards. 16? Sixteen. Sixteen. Four by four. Was it four by one? No, it was four by four. It was four by five. Twenty. No. Tony, <laughs> you know what? You're right. I can't map it. Anyways, but it was like sixty dollars total for yeah. the uh, or something for the entire thing, um, and it was 
like honestly, we probably well, it was always four by four. It was four by four. It could have been four by four. It was four by four. Let's see. Let's it's only see. six. It was only sixteen. Let's see. Yeah, because they they had. I don't remember all they. I don't remember like who all they had. I know they didn't have Aneta. <laughs> for good, for good reason. <laughs> what? He's been in fights. Was Stain on there? I don't think Stain no, was Stain on there. Stain, Stain would have been dope. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, Tokoyami one. Yeah. No, he had all heroes, though. Yeah. They were all heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tokoyami yes. one was really Yeah, he didn't dope. have any villains. Uh, but anyways, yeah. It was $60 for all the cards. We ended up each getting, like, a few of them. But honestly, I think all of us, if we didn't have restraint. Oh, no. I lost my restraint later. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, we would have dropped 60 bucks on the entire thing. <laughs> oh, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I lost restraint later because that should have, that could have been an easy purchase because I ended up buying an Itachi figure for $200. Oh, what? Yep. Oh. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah, I didn't see that. So, like, so, oh, okay, so, so what's actually really dope about that is that's from the Gem Series. Gem Series makes some really, really quality products. But the thing is that they make short runs of them. So when they make them, they'll make it for a short time and then they cut it off, never make them again. Now, what's really cool is about this one, that's the the uh, outfit he wore Andu. the day, like, the night he killed yes, the his clan. Yes, now, there's a second head in there that has the shining gun eye. The, there's one head okay. that has the mask on. But, like, $200, like, if I bought it, <laughs> if I knew about that this existed at the time, I would have paid maybe 150 retail for it. But I went to a con, paid 200 for it. You look on eBay, it's a minimum of 250 plus. So... Really, I'm, I got a little bit of a deal. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad, but still, like, I'm like, this guy knew all the right. He was talking to me and Caleb, and he knew all the right buttons. Because exactly. me and Caleb at first saw a Naruto Sasuke two piece figure, but when you put them together, it's actually the Rising Gun Lightning Blade when you combine them uh, the first time they fought at okay. the end of part one. Oh, okay. It's really, really dope. Then and he was like, he was like, 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 oh, what do you like? Who's your favorite character? <laughs> no, he didn't even necessarily do that. He was like, hey, you know, each figure individually is $115, by the way. I was like, I can't do that. Like, I just, I can't do that. So anyways, he was like, man, but you know, it's real, real cool. Then he kind of starts talking this up a little bit. He goes, hey, we've got, we've got, uh, a Naruto Sasuke, another combination. However, this is towards the end of part two, so at the, the later in the war. Oh, so their oh. bases are Kurama and Susano, like the, that mm-hmm. color. And I was like, yo, this is kind of sick, like right now. And he was like, oh, okay, uh, who's your favorite character? <laughs> uh, like, uh, uh, <laughs> at this point, I was like, oh no, he's talking to me. He's like, oh, I was like, a touch. He got. Hey, we got this solo Tachi figure that you can piece the parts together. And I was like, yo, this is kind of cool. Maybe not so much. He goes, hang on a second, guys. He looks over. He goes, hey, man, do we still have that Itachi Ambu? I go, oh, no, no. So he, they were like, they were like, give us a second. Oh, yeah, we got it. Pulls it out. And me go, no! Like, we just flipped out. He gets, and at this point, he was like, yo, guys. This is going for like $250 on eBay. Like you're not going to find this anywhere else. And I was like, yo. And then also he's like, hey, Gem Series is working on a full Karama, full Susano combination piece. And I'm like, ah, y'all don't want to take my money. But this is imported from Japan, by the way. That's wild. Yeah. 
So it's Japan import. So they import all their items and then take them to cons and sell them. That's wild. Yeah. Really dope guy that helped us. His name was Chris. And you're also $215 out. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a lot of cool art uh, and figures and stuff, but like we said, lacking in the t-shirt department. I was trying to get another t-shirt and I couldn't find one. I got a one-piece t-shirt, but I can't find it. Already? Yeah, because I left it out on that black table out there. It was in a bag, and it's gone. And I'm like, yo... Where's my shirt? <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> I need answers, y'all. So Don't give that away. They owe me twenty five dollars. <laughs> Cause I was trying to find a either Gurren Lagann or it's Tiny T shirt or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I walked in. I was like, well, because I had that a trail, and I wanted a shirt to match the trail. Yeah, I'm not really big into like the T shirts unless there's something that, like really catch my. Though there was this really dope. Oh, I'm uh, Leaf Shinobi jacket, like that they give like the tunings and the jonings that they had, but I wasn't about to drop that much money on it. Oh, what was it? <laughs> I think it was like ended up being like fifty or something like that. And then I was also looking at some of the backpacks that didn't really have any great ones. Well, yeah, the there weren't great backpacks. backpacks. At least if they were, they were so they were small. Yeah, the good ones were small. I'm like, mm, forget it. Um, anyway, but our favorite part of any KnockerCon experience is always the dance party. <laughs> Y'all's favorite party. <laughs> Y'all's favorite uh, party. Second night. Uh, what did you guys, you guys get? The music was, the music was pretty solid. Oh, the music year. was solid. There were some spots Friday night sucked, but Saturday oh, was great. Yeah, when the whole <laughs> DJ came was it Saturday? No, Saturday was Friday, Friday they had the two. Like, well... No, no, they no, had Friday. Three, Friday they had three, but there were two main featured ones. Yeah. Friday, I think it was the second guy on Friday. Whenever they started playing the old school jams mixed uh-huh. into there, that, that was, was yeah, that was dope. That was fun. I left. I know you. Yeah, I, I was left. <laughs> just like uh, well, I left early-ish, but not too early. I came back and you guys are all asleep. You had the TV on to Cowboy Bebop. I'm like, oh, Cowboy Bebop is on Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Friday? No, Friday, no. Friday. Friday after that. I I came back and you guys were in the room. So that'd be con related. But this year, I really wanted to try and make an effort to go to Sasame Con. It's a newer con. That's uh, Midsummer. It's another KC one. July 6th through July 8th. Where at? KCI Expo. So it's up north. It's in June, right? Yeah, July. Or July. But it's cool because two of the guests that they have listed right now, Eric Stewart, he's voiced uh, James, Brock, and Squirtle in Pokemon. And he's also done Seto Kaiba. He's going to be there. Yo. And then got another guy, Derek Stephen Prince. He's voiced Uryu from Bleach, Vexen from Kingdom Hearts, Shino, and Chino from Narzo. So I think those would be cool and do some Q&As and see... See what they have. Dude, that'd be really cool. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm looking into it more, but I'm definitely going to... Is that fan run panels too? I'm pretty sure, yeah. But like, sure. It, and it's a newer one. I think this is a third yeah. year, third or fourth so year doing you, it. So you, it's still kind of small. You want to realize, so uh, obviously there's an uprising of... I say uprising like it's a rebellion. <laughs> 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 uprising of gods. Uh, there's, a, there's a con uprising uh, happening across the states. And that's probably going to be even more prevalent now that Michael B. Jordan is the king of weebs. Um, but my friend Ricky, 
uh, he's probably going to listen to this part, so shout out to Ricky, uh, was telling me about one of the cons that happens in St. Louis. And it gets a pretty bad rep because at one point, like, someone was, like, putting all the stuff together and they're, like, really hyping it up. And, like, everyone gets together for this con and all they saw was a kiddie pool with, like, a rubber duck in it or something. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And there was no one else to be seen for the event. <laughs> 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 he took money and ran, didn't he? Yo. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I can't even tell you if I'm telling it accurately. That's what I perceive the story as. <laughs> but that that just blows my mind. That we're so invested in anime that we're going to cons that may or may not be shams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> But anyways, um, which I had a friend who went to Sauce Man Con last year, and she said she said it's pretty dope. Like it's still really small, which I it'd be kind of cool just to go to a small one. smaller con because yeah. not con smaller con, smaller. Well, like just, just yeah, there, there's something about smaller cons that like I they I feel like they're true expos. You're gonna get yeah. a lot more local and close by area town. Like and depending on like batch prices and like scheduling, I might just go Saturday just to go. Uh, I think that yeah, and um, just go. That's even with uh, Comic Con, like Planet Comic Con. It's cool and all that. It's like you know you get those big name actors, and I'm at the point where I'm like, mm, yeah, nah. Like, I'll go for the experience of a giant, giant con. But like Kansas City Comic Con, mm-hmm. which is the one that happens in the later half of the year, is my favorite because you get a lot more localized talent. They do still bring in some decently big names, um, but you still get like. A lot of Kansas City driven people from Omaha, St. Louis that are close by that like are very, very talented but don't get that opportunity. So Yeah. So one of the cool things about seeing all these people like is all these people cosplaying. They had like a My Hero display uh, or like photo shoot that they're doing. So all these people dress up as my hero characters. A lot of people from uh, class one A obviously because they're the main protagonists that they focus on. Um there's also someone dressed up as a Green Ranger. Did see, that was dope. That was really cool. And I don't know why we didn't mention this earlier, but kind of a plug. Is that a new Power Rangers movie that's coming out? There's been talks about that for a while. Now, however, there is a comics. I think this might be based off of the Power Ranger comics that they've been mm-hmm. writing. Where in an alternate world, the Power Rangers rule that universe and they're now coming into the, our world... And they're going to, they plan to conquer Mm -hmm. our world and our rangers as well. Yeah. Uh, It looks legit. Like, this looks legit. Because that's Jason David Frank. That's actually Jason David Frank. Yes, that is him. So, and I believe their green slash white ranger or whatever Jason David Frank is, I think he's the dragon lord. Mm. Yes. I think he's dragon lord, if I remember correctly. That looks dope. Yeah, there's so many good things that are happening here. Uh, yeah, we're super stoked with what happened at NakaCon. Um, looking forward to next year, I guess. <laughs> we already got it down in our calendars, 15th to the 17th. Yeah, maybe they'll run a tighter ship. Uh, maybe they'll actually let people Let's know. just email them until they get it together. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just send this episode to them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, just listen to the back half of this episode. There's a lot of great content in there. We're going to tell you how to run a con. 
Why did crazy too? Can, can that be our panel? Great, great, great stuff in here, guys. Great stuff. In here. <laughs> can we do that as a panel? It's like, hey, yo, how to run a con, even though we've never done it in our lives. Yeah, so we've never actually run a con before. Because that is eighty percent of the panels at NakaCon so, anyway. So we've never actually run a con before, but we really believe in these tips and advice. So, so we're we're, we're basing based off of like personal experience like attending one and also YouTube videos that we saw like last night. Yeah. <laughs> so we really hope you enjoy and uh, let's get to it. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be fielding questions starting never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we're super excited for that. Um, if there are other cons that you know about, let us know. Tweet at us. Tell us about them. Uh, we would love to maybe check them out. Get connected with other people. <laughs> I don't want to walk in and just find a kiddie pool with a rubber duck. <laughs> Convention hall. On everything, bro. If I ever walk to a con, I see that. I'm smacking everybody inside. No, first of all, I'm just I'm gonna just applaud because I got played really well and I'm a, and I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. go. If I see anybody hop in that pool, yeah, it's like, I'm out. Like, no. I'm gonna drop kick him, then I'm gonna go. Uh, but yeah, make sure you tweet at us, let us know where you at KnockerCon. Maybe you didn't get a chance to hang out with us. Uh, let us know. Uh, hit us up on all the social medias. Facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. Uh, we already told you what the Twitter is at emanpodcast1. Our Instagram is emanpodcast. And of course, we'd be remiss if I didn't mention our Snapchat, emanp1. Send it in. You'll get a reply eventually, maybe. Uh, we'll think about it. Also, make sure you're following all our White Noise Studio stuff. I know we've been kind of silent on there, but there's a lot of stuff we're trying to work through, trying to figure out. Trying to get together so we can have an exciting uh, back half or rest of 2018, uh, really propel ourselves and get things rolling. We're super excited about that. So everything is at uh, White Noise LLC. So that's W H I T E N O I Z L L C. And with that, cool. this has been another episode of You Know About Nothing, brought to you by your favorite weebs, Rockin' and KnockerCon. Peace out. Thank you.